You're listening to The Doe Post on KUCI. We're now podcasted on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. All our previous episodes are on there for you to check out right now. But today, we have housemate Sami in, and he and I are going to go over Avengers Endgame theories and predictions. So, Sami, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on here, Adam. All right. So, first theory. Go ahead. You can go. Okay. So the first theory that we should go over is the one that like um, Thanos will be defeated in the first 20 minutes. You've heard about that one, haven't you? Yeah, I've heard about that one. First 20 minutes. Okay, wait, wait. Let's let's try to imagine how it would work out though. He he's on his own like a planet, right? Yeah. And he's just like with like his armor on the side. How would they find him? I'm not sure how, but people are saying that that um Captain Marvel has been brought there early for a reason. Wait, wait, what, like, does, does the theory, like, explain who, or, like, what's the rest of the theory on? The rest of the theory mostly just uh, takes notice of the fact that Captain Marvel and Thor are coming. They're not showing exactly how they can get there, but they're saying that um, they assume that most of the content shown in the trailer is from the early part of the movie, and that means that they'll be taking on Thanos in the early part. Yeah, so then they would have to introduce a new villain, right? Yeah. So who would the new villain be, you think? Uh, I'm not sure. Like, I don't think this theory is a very good one because if they do defeat Thanos that early, there wouldn't be much of a payoff for the rest of the movie. Yeah. I mean, Thanos has been built up so like so long. You can't just defeat him that early and make people happy about it. I'm curious to see if they're going to follow how the comics are. Uh, in the comics, like Thanos, he does like the snap to impress like Lady Death. Yeah. Have you heard of it? Yeah. If Thanos is defeated in the first 20 minutes, then there would have to be a new villain. And it would make sense for this new villain to be stronger, right? Yeah. But then I've also heard in the comics, Nebula is the one who wields the gauntlet after Thanos. Like she takes it away from Thanos. Oh, yeah. I did hear about that. Isn't that one in one of the more recent comics? Yeah, I just I just like read somewhere like around the internet somewhere that um, Nebula takes over the gauntlet and then she becomes a new like villain that they all have to defeat. A villain? What would her motivations be to be a villain at that point? Well, any anyone who like would want to wield the gauntlet would have their own motivations, right? Yeah. Like they want to do something with it. Yeah. So what what do we uh, give this rating? So any uh, before I give the rating, housemate Sami and I are just gonna give our own ratings of the theories one to five and uh, we'll just explain you know is it credible and how interesting would it be i give this theory two out of five i think thanos is such a good character they can't just have him be defeated within the first 20 minutes yeah what's your rating i'd give it a one like you said it'd be very unsatisfying and any villain that they'd bring in now would just they wouldn't end up stealing thanos's thunder they would just feel out of place yeah they'd also have to go over like they'd have to spend several minutes out of three hours to do an origin story on the villain yeah or else we would just like be totally lost on it right um uh, my theory first theory dr strange gave up the time stone on purpose because it was part of the only way to defeat thanos i.e like giving the stone was required for the one scenario that they beat thanos yeah, the one out of, like, uh, wasn't it 7 billion or 7 million scenarios? 
I think it was 14, 14, 14 million, 14 billion, 14 billion. Uh, I don't remember. 14 million, 605,000. I don't know. Uh, so he attempted to use it, right? Dr. Strange during the New York fight. And then he used it again to see in the future when they were on, um, Titan, but he never actually used the time stone to fight. So would this add credibility to the theory then? This could make sense, but maybe maybe the theory is saying that the snap had to happen to eventually defeat Thanos the first time. Yeah, so I think that's a pretty pretty popular theory that a lot of people are agreeing on right now. He also tells Tony that they're in the end game, right? Yeah, so, that was definitely something interesting. And then, as you know, like they they the word end game was used in Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So... Would I heard be... a theory about Ultron coming back in somehow then. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's part of my next theory. Um, Doctor Strange uses the phrase end game to refer to that scene in Avengers Age of Ultron when Tony points to space and refers to it as the end game. So maybe he's trying to tell Tony that an Ultron is needed to defeat Thanos. What do you think? Hmm. I mean, it would be interesting bringing back Ultron in, but I'm not sure that he necessarily has anything to be the key to fight Thanos. I mean, he is powerful, and he did, like, take on all the Avengers at this point, but now we'll have people like um, Captain Marvel and um, Stormbreaker Thor, who are in a completely different league at this point, I think. But then also, when, when you say Vision is Ultron just like the perfected version of yeah. Ultron? Yeah, I don't know I don't know about this theory. It was interesting when I when I heard it, but I don't really think it's uh has a lot to it. What about you? But I don't I'm not sure how they'd actually utilize this theory, but then I don't think that them saying an end game end game like that was a coincidence, was it? Yeah, so then, like, the main, the main, main theory is that Dr. Strange was trying to get Tony to, like, maybe think back to when he said the word endgame, right? But then would Tony really remember when he uses the word endgame, you know? Yeah, it's, it's just like, a it's easy normal for, conversation. It's you easy, won't remember it. Yeah, it's easy for us to make the, the connection because we, we're watching the movies, but Tony, like, years go by in the MCU, like, timeline. So how can he refer back to when he said the word endgame? Like a specific moment in time, you know? Hmm. Yeah, that would be noticeable. Maybe it's supposed to be like um, they are going back in time or something at like that that point, and then they and Tony himself notices himself saying that. That could be a key, maybe. Yeah, I'm. 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 It's kind of. Conf- I'm kind of confused with this theory. Yeah, I didn't think about that implication because. If it is a sort of signal, you can't really use it unless, like, he remembered somehow. Okay, wait. Let's let's give our rating for the my first theory, which was Doctor Strange gave up the time stone on purpose, right? So that's like a five out of five, because because we know that in Infinity War, uh, Strange says that he would rather sacrifice Tony and Peter Parker to protect the stone, but then he gives up the stone. So that's a five out of five um, rating, right? For this theory, it's credible and it's interesting yeah yeah five out i'd of agree it's very plausible and we we're also left wondering about what exactly is the reason that he'd make thanos he'd let thanos do the first snap okay and then the end game theory 
I'd also, I'd give it four out of five. I, I think that the person who gave this theory was partially correct in that Dr. Strange was trying to hint to Tony in some way by using the word endgame. But it's not, this person would be wrong in trying to say that they should bring back an Ultron to beat Thanos. Yeah. So four out of five, what about, what's your rating? Well, I'd agree that it is some. Well, I'd agree that it is some sort of signal, but I still don't see like. Um, now that you brought up the fact that Tony himself won't remember, I'm having trouble seeing how the they'd connect at that point. So I'd give it a three, mo- mostly because yeah, Ultron isn't really something that seems to be that important at this point. But then in Age of Ultron, like if you remember Tony saying that um, he's trying to justify him and Banner creating Ultron as like saying the Avengers can just, you know, fight as much as they want on Earth. But when outer forces from space come, then that is the end game, right? And they needed to build Ultron or some other some other thing that could help defend the Earth if from like space attacks. All right, let's move on to the next theory. Sami, what's your next theory? Okay, so... Do you remember Barf? Yeah, I also have that as one of my theories, but okay. Well, there's always the idea with... um, Since time travel seems to be something that's generally accepted as going to happen in Endgame, and that could also open up a lot of uh, difficulties. Because, you know, like the... If you go back in time and change one thing, you might actually create, like, a a whole host of other changes because of the butterfly effect. And... uh, since like the barf is like a a very 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 accurate simulation of what would happen if you do change something you could basically use it to change like um simulate time travel actually like, and see what happens afterwards and see like um if what they're doing in the past is going to be the correct course of action so you're saying that they would use barf to determine the future or to look look at the future they're, they would basically use it as a um, to test out certain actions of them going to the past and then seeing what the outcomes would be. Oh, okay. I disagree with you because if you if you watch Civil War again and when they, they talk about, when Tony talks about barf, he explains it as like a, a tool for like therapeutic purposes. So when he put it on, he was trying to um, show his audience like one of his most traumatic memories of him saying goodbye to his parents forever and then them dying right yeah so he was saying that he was they were at mit and he was talking to students who were also trying to get their projects funded and then he was saying that you know who who would have been crazy enough to invest in this uh, like multi-million dollar um project of his so i don't think that i don't think the the tool is able to project um, what the future would look like but I think that it would be used to recall memories of past events so that for, for the Avengers to give them ideas on how to win and that also kind of does lead to another theory but then like was its inclusion in Civil War like important to the plot or was it just like a good way to introduce Tony well I think something that this it could be it could be really important to something in Endgame. I think I give it a 2.5 out of 5 for rating. 2.5? I, I think I think it was just a good way to introduce Tony into the in Civil War. 
but I don't think it will have any um, impact in Endgame. I guess it's one of those rare things that Marvel, they put in the movie, but it won't be like influential later on. Mm, you you believe it's more of like a character development thing rather than um, a plot device, right? Yeah, yeah. Just a good like character introduction to Civil War the movie. 2.5 out of 5. What, what about you? I'd give it a 3 because I do find like the idea of simulating time travel really interesting. But as you said, they might not use it. I just think I I just don't think that it would be capable of what what I'm saying. Yeah, capable of time travel. Yeah, not only time travel, but like um, I mean, it basically showed a scene from Tony's past, right? Yeah, and simulated like what would happen like if he like told his parents something different, right? Yeah, I'm what I was like saying. What the theory is saying is just like doing that for something else in the past. Maybe um, let's say let's go back to like Ultron or something. They do something different at that point, and then the and then Barf will just show what would happen in that oh, case. Oh, I get it. Yeah, so different different um, outcomes, right? To show different outcomes. Yeah, and basically like continue extrapolating that until we get to the point of Endgame and like see what they can do to stop Thanos. Okay, I get you. I'll bump I'll bump up my rating to three out of five. A. But I still don't. I'm not a big fan of that theory. Next theory. Have you heard about Professor Hulk? What What do you mean? I'm not really sure what that is. From like uh, what I've read about it on the internet, I think it's some form of um, some form of Hulk where Banner is an, actually in control, or maybe like um, Banner and Hulk are both in control at the same time. Some sort of merged personality. People are saying that um, they could use Barf to go back into Banner's memories and kind of give him a sort of therapeutic experience to like get control of Hulk in that way. Okay, that's I like that more. I like that more. I like that theory of like explaining what how Barf would be used. I like that more than um your other theory. But have you also heard of uh the whole Banner is not actually Banner and it, it might be Loki instead. Loki, Loki might be pretending to be Banner and maybe that's why he can't fully transform. And then, but then the, the 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 big counter argument to this is when, like Banner's kind of talking to himself during the the battle in Wakanda, and he's like, "Hulk, Hulk, why why you gotta do this, man?" And then you kind of see him partially transform into Hulk. So yeah, like, I can't see Loki just like playing acting that out. Yeah, but then no one no one else is watching, and it's only the audience watching, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I think whoever thought of that one just wanted to want it really wanted Loki to be alive but how do they think Loki would replace him in the first place maybe maybe before the the fight happened on Thor's ship like they, they did some kind of switch like this is probably what that person thought happened but then they just forgot that Banner was kind of like talking to himself and he kind of partially transformed into the Hulk but then I, I want to add that in Ragnarok when Banner like trans or Hulk transformed back to Banner he said that for for the entire time that he he was he uh beca- he had like this other side to him the hulk he described it as banner banner driving the wheel or or both of the each of them had like one hand on the wheel right but then this but ever since uh age of ultron when banner left earth it was like hulk just driving the car entirely and banner was just like a passenger 
How long has he actually spent in the Hulk in the Hulk state for that? I think it was two years. That's what Banner or Thor said. Yeah, two years, and that'll definitely do something to his mind. Captain America will be able to wield the Infinity Gauntlet. Have you heard this one? I did hear a little glimpse about it, but not the whole theory. All right, so this person argued in Infinity War when Thanos comes to collect the the Mind Stone from Vision, and then they all try to fight Thanos to protect Vision, right? Yeah. And then you see Captain America. He Thanos is about to like punch him with his gauntlet hand, but then Captain America holds the gauntlet open, right? And then he just lets out like a really cool like scream. Okay, I remember that scene. Yeah. So this person saw that, and they they think that the gauntlet was acting a lot like how Thor's original hammer worked in like determining worthiness. So the stones. When they were in contact with Captain America, they deemed him like worthy of wielding the gauntlet. Like he had more, he was more worthy than Thanos. So even though Thanos wanted to punch or like hurt Captain America, the stones did not. So if you remember, Captain America was holding the the gauntlet hand with two hands, and then Thanos like he was kind of like looking confused for a bit. So then he he instead used his right right hand to punch Captain America and knock him out. Yeah, I mean one point for that theory would be that、uh, usually if Thanos did punch him with the full force of the Infinity Gauntlet, it would just like、um, shatter him. But for some reason, it didn't this time. Yeah, and also even though Captain America is a super powered human being, he's only human, right? Yeah. So is there's there's no way that he has the Enough strength to hold open like Thanos's entire fist. Yeah, because Thanos isn't just a、um, superhuman strength; he's one step above that. Even I think. Yeah, he was able to hold his own against the Hulk in、yeah. fi- in a fight. So in a physical fight against Hulk. Yeah. So when I watched this, when I watched the movie originally, I saw that as just trying them trying to show Captain America's immense willpower. Yeah. Some sort of determination, last stand thing. I think I'd go. I'd go more for the willpower more than the worthiness. Wait, let's think about this. So, would you agree with this theory? Honestly, I'm not sure because he they did they do think that the gauntlet kind of decides how, if the person is worthy, like Thor's hammer. But I don't think we. I don't think there's any instant of instance of that being shown before in the other movies. I mean, this is the first time we've seen the whole gauntlet, but even, I mean, the stones—they don't have anything to do with worthiness, do they? It hasn't been explained that they have worthiness or they determine worthiness. So, yeah, that's that's the point of the theory is that the stones can think for themselves in determining worthiness. I'd give this rating. I give the rating three out of five. It is interesting, but it would be saying that that like wait, I'm conf- I'm confused a little bit. On which part? Uh, comparing like the stones determining worthiness, and then them having enough power to like stop Thanos Thanos's entire body from like moving, and making him use his other arm to punch out like Captain America. 
That means they would be going directly against Thanos. But I mean, if they're going, if they're going to that point, they would have probably just made made themselves inert for the snap or something. I don't think they are kind of like like this theory's idea is that they're kind of rebelling against Thanos at that point, right? Yeah, it's a lot like how if if someone tries to lift up Thor's hammer and they're not worthy, it just won't just, lift up. It'll just feel like super heavy and like impossible to lift. Like I'd also give it a three three out of five because. There is something in there about how Captain America just didn't get pummeled instantly by that punch. But on the other hand, I'm not I'm not really sure about the worthiness being a thing actually. All right, we'll just we'll just move on then. Okay. Uh, your next theory. We should go over what we think are going to be the deaths in Endgame, because after after all this lead up, people are kind of expecting that that some that one or maybe multiple of the original avengers will die at the end of this movie. Yeah, so let's let's think about this in a couple of ways. So as as like an audience member and like us knowing about the future movies or like our speculating about the future movies of the franchise. So let's say we know that Spider-Man is coming out, right? Yeah. So we can rule out Spider-Man instantly because it's not a prequel, it's a sequel and doesn't it take place after the events of Endgame? Wait, do we know for sure if Spider-Man is a sequel or prequel yet? We don't actually know. Yeah. We're just assuming. So if it is a sequel, then we we might we might say that Spider-Man will be alive again. Yeah. And that goes in the case of most of the Avengers will probably have movies in uh, Phase 4, right? Say that again? What, what, what did you say? Wouldn't that be the case for most of the Avengers who'll have movies in Phase Four too, like the mm, new generations yeah. of Avengers? You could say. Yeah. So, like, if we're just speaking from like our point of view as an audience member, yeah, then we could probably assume that Black Panther is gonna have a sequel because you know they made a billion dollars yeah. for like an origin story slash movie. They made a um, billion dollars, so they would probably come back for a sequel. I think Captain Marvel's been pretty successful too, so. They're def- they're probably gonna lead that as a leave that for a sequel as well, and they've also been kind of hyping her up as like the new star of Marvel, the new lead for the next phase. Yeah, that would make sense. That would make sense. Who? Uh, okay, Falcon and Winter Soldier. They're they're gonna do like a t- their own TV show on Disney streaming service. Ah, uh, yeah, we can rule them out too because that's probably not a prequel. Because if it is a prequel. Can that even happen as a prequel, Falcon Winter Soldier? Because it, I think Disney, they weren't teamed up back then. I think Disney needs to, with since they're debuting their new streaming service, they also need to produce like new content. Yeah, right. So I wouldn't. I don't think it would be exciting if they their if their new TV show with Falcon and Winter Soldier takes place before Endgame and before Infinity War. Yeah. So it's got to be after. And then we also know of Black Widow's new TV series or, or film film series. I think I think film. Yeah. So rule her out too as a as a death. Yeah, I mean it could be a prequel, but probably not because, like you said, it wouldn't be too exciting if it was. Yeah, and then there is a theory that remain the original Avengers might or some of them might sacrifice their lives to protect. The new Avengers. Yeah, and I think the, those are the only characters who really have any sort of death flags. Yeah, the new Avengers would like continue the franchise, right? Yeah, 
We also know um, Sebastian Stan, the guy who plays Winter Soldier. Yeah, he has one of the longer contracts that are that are that are still um, active. So he signed up for like a lot more movies than like uh, Chris Evans. Yeah, and that ties. He into might he might he might take over the role of Captain America yeah. if Captain America like decides to retire or he's actually killed. And I do think that uh, I think I heard somewhere that Chris Evans' contract is pretty much running out soon. Yeah, I think his contract is done. He said like he doesn't he just do, he wants to try other things in acting wise. So that definitely could be a sort of death flag for him, couldn't it? There's definitely the theory of Captain America being killed off because keeping Tony Stark around is a lot easier than keeping keeping Chris Evans around. Yeah. Because you you have to like all of them are getting older, right? But if we bring back Captain America, he always has to get ripped continuously to prep for filming Captain America, and he doesn't want to do that. Yeah. Whereas for Tony Stark, you can Robert Downey Jr. won't have to like work out intensely. Doesn't have much preparation for it in that sense. Yeah, it's a lot easier to insert Tony Stark into the world because he's like this super rich billionaire, right? Yeah. And he can just do cameos. Um, you haven't seen Spider-Man yet, but you know you know that Robert Downey Jr. is in there, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so he it's really easy for him to come in and do a cameo to support another character in the Marvel universe. It does make sense because um, no one can really take the role of uh, Iron Man right now. I mean, not Iron Man necessarily, Tony Stark as the inventor. Yeah, so Winter Soldier could replace Captain America. He could be the next Captain America, or Falcon could be the next Captain America. Would Vision come back? Vision? Vision, because he's dead right now. Yeah. He got the stone taken out. Would they even be able to get the stone? Okay, this ties into the next theory of mine, which is the Infinity Gauntlet is unusable. Unusable permanently or just now? Is the gauntlet broken? Or, and the stones are okay? Or the gauntlet's broken and all the stones are like unusable? Yeah, that is something that uh, we're all probably wondering about. We know at the end of Endgame that the the gauntlet basically became inert, but are we sure? What are we sure that's broken? Let's like pull up an image of it. All right. So Sami, you're you're trying to look for a picture of the what the gauntlet looks like, right? Yeah. I think I, if I remember correctly, it like it kind of burned Thanos' hand. Yeah. And it was like smoking smoke was coming out of his his the gauntlet yeah this is i guess this is a good picture of it okay i think i think at most the gauntlet is still usable oh no i mean at most the gauntlet is not usable but the stones are like they can take a beating so the stones are definitely usable and then they can just create another gauntlet themselves right actually can they do you remember who's like the original creator of the gauntlet um, Itiri, I forgot the the dwarf. The dwarf, but yeah, the dwarf. So p- played by. Oh yeah, how did I forget that? Played by Peter Dinklage. Yeah, his name is Itiri. Yeah, I think so. I've also heard that it would be Tony. No, well, so before the the first trailer for Endgame came out, people thought that Tony and um, what was the younger princess for Wakanda? Her name. Uh, Shuri? Yeah, Shuri. Tony and Shuri would create their own gauntlet because you could argue that they're like the two smartest people 
on Earth along yeah. with Banner. They could create their own gauntlet. Do we know if Atiri is dead or not? That's a good question. We don't know if, if he was wiped out by the, the snap or not. They could contact him probably because, um, I mean, with Captain Marvel and Thor, they basically have uh, trans-cosmic travel already there. Or can Thor not open the bif- Bifrost anymore? His his axe is connected to the Bifrost, so that's how he managed to uh, bring um, Rocket and Groot along with him to fight on Earth. Yeah. So he d- the Bifrost is open. So they could use it axe. to get to that um, that star. They could, yeah, they could go back to the star and make another gauntlet. In that case, would you assume that the stones have been scattered all around the universe again? Say that again? In that case, would you assume that uh, if the gauntlet is broken, they make another one? Would you assume that the stones are still with Thanos or all around the universe? I think the stones are still with him, for sure. I definitely think the stones have to be, like, okay. Otherwise, like, how would they bring the, the dead back? right they need at least the time stone or the soul stone but yeah, then to release everyone from the but then soul someone stone. someone would have to tell them about the soul stone because no one no one knows about the soul stone except for for thor i'd give this theory two out of five i think at most the gauntlet would be broken and they need to create another gauntlet but then the the stones themselves can be used individually if the person is strong enough to to hold to uh, wield the stones and use them your rating? Hmm. I'd probably give it a three just for the fact that if like uh, the theory did occur, it'd probably change the course of the movie pretty greatly. But other than that, it's not anything like uh, mind blowing per se. It's just um, it's something that could that would decide what happens later. All right. Was was it your turn to do a theory? I forgot whose turn it is. I feel like I feel like someone w- would give a theory, but then we just dive off into like other, other theories. theories yeah all right you, yep. you can just go i'll i guess i'll just go back to the deaths and um i don't think that uh tor is gonna die because um doesn't chris for hemsworth still have like a contract for several more movies i think his contract is up like he was one of the original avengers so they all they all had like original contracts but i i know that they would sign extensions to their contract to finish off the Avengers trilogy. So, for example, uh, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, uh, Scarlett Johansson, like they all signed contracts up to the end of Endgame, and that's it. Yeah. But he, he did say that he would be interested in playing more of Thor because people love like Ragnarok. It was so good, right? Yeah. And also... You could say Chris Hemsworth, he doesn't, you don't know him much outside of Marvel. Like he hasn't been in any other like super famous movies. Yeah. So he probably does want to like continue doing that for a bit longer. Yeah. Especially because like, um, if you think about it, that um, like, um, I think they said, I think the producers said that like um, phase four is going to be kind of like the cosmic stage of the Marvel franchise. So I think Thor could fit pretty well into that. Yeah, he could him and the Guardians. They're definitely good if you're if Marvel is trying to take the franchise into space more. Hmm. I have two I have two theories left. Okay. The remaining Avengers travel back in time to collect the stones in order to prevent Thanos from assembling them in their current timeline. 
So they, 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 they somehow go to the past to collect the stones to prevent Thanos from ever, like, getting the stones in Infinity War. Hmm. I think I, if I think if this theory was true, then the entire Infinity War movie would never happen. Not just and Infinity just, War. I think that affect everything because because Thanos's quest to collect the stones has been going on since the beginning of the Avengers franchise and throughout like the whole MCU. They said so. Let's say they do like um, they keep Thanos from collecting one of like the earliest stones. That could probably change a lot. I take that back. I think if this theory was true, then multiple movies would not make sense anymore. Yeah. Because uh, multiple movies have stones within the storyline. So Mm -hmm. if they go back and they get all the stones, then Infinity War wouldn't have to exist. And then Guardians of the Galaxy 1 wouldn't have to exist. Thor 2 wouldn't have to exist. Avengers 1 wouldn't have to exist because the Tesseract wouldn't be there, right? And also think about it. Like if Thanos didn't have the stones and someone else did, that could change. That could also change more. I mean, in this case, you'd think that, oh, the Avengers would take the stones and keep it for themselves, right? Yeah. It always could get lost in that case in like the remaining years until Thanos comes. Or maybe that could just lead Thanos to Earth in the first place. It's... Okay, the time travel idea is interesting. W- it would be interesting to see an endgame, but like this specific use of time travel in in the theory doesn't make sense. Yeah, because like, it would take it would eliminate like the law of the MCU's franchise itself. I don't think they want to change. I know they want like I'm pretty sure that some sort of time travel type gimmicks are gonna happen, but. Yeah, I agree that this isn't this isn't the route they're going for. It is. I think this theory is kind of like the the first thing we think of when we think what they could do with time travel. But when we think about the actual implications of it, we can rule out pretty fast. I've only seen pictures. I've seen like pictures of them filming, and like it, like they were taken in the in the present, but you could, they they were filming as if they were like kind of recreating past movies. So. I saw a picture with like Loki, um, Tom Hiddleston, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, and it looked like they were recreating like a fight scene during Avengers One in New York. And I did see a few things about the fact that um, there are some details that couldn't stand out to be like from earlier eras, like certain hairstyles or costumes. With our knowing of like these set pictures, I guess you could say time travel is pretty much confirmed, isn't it? I mean, not necessarily time travel, if you think about the simulation theory, but some sort of, like, scenes in the past are confirmed. Time travel, it it's, like, a popular tool for screenwriters to use to, like, fix their problems. Yeah. But I'm still not sure how they would use it necessarily in the, in the story to um, win against Thanos and, like, fix everything. I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, without time travel, like what other way could they get the people who are snapped back? I mean, you could see that maybe if they destroy one of the stones, all the people will come back and their bodies will rematerialize. But is it going to be that simple? Yeah, so that would be that'd be thinking that the people are stuck in the soul stone in yeah. soul world. I, mean, I think that itself that actually is another theory, isn't it? 
Yeah. That they're stuck in Soul World and they're not dead. Because if they were dead, then their bodies would have been left behind. Yeah. But their whole bodies disintegrated. Along with like weapons too. Yeah. So like oh. for T'Challa, his his entire suit disappeared. Yeah, their so, weapons, their clothes, everything like on them disappeared. Bucky, yeah, Bucky's gun disappeared, and then also Bucky's metal arm disappeared. And that is certainly interesting, especially considering the fact if they go into Soul World with these weapons, I think that could have a lot of um, interesting implications if you think about the fact that um, there's a lot of other people who are snapped too. What if they came in the Soul World with the weapons? Yeah, I think I think I like the Soul World theory. I think that's where everybody is located. And then I think the only person that is wise enough to lead everyone would be Doctor Strange, right? He's yeah. the one that's seen into the future, so he can guide them and explain to them like what they need to do. Like do they just wait to be rescued by the outsiders? I guess yeah. I guess that's how it would work. All right. I think my turn for a theory. Yeah. It's my last one. I think it's my my favorite one. And then I I heard about this theory like a year ago after I saw the movie. And it's that Doctor Strange initiated a sort of video game save point using the time stone before he handed it over to Thanos. Oh, interesting. When Doctor Strange handed the stone over, the time stone was glowing. And he was holding the time stone by its glow and not physically touching the stone. Whereas if you compare to the other scenes in the movie in Infinity War when Thanos touches the stones, he physically touches the stones and it's like on his skin. Whereas with the time stone, he can only hold it by its glow. So this theory is saying that Doctor Strange like kind of activated the time stone before he handed it over and it it like locks it to this that specific point in time so that they can use it later on to go back to that fight on Titan and they can they they would know how to defeat Thanos. I mean that I mean the safe state idea is pretty cool. But the interim like how will they learn how to defeat Thanos? I think it'll be it, it's meant for like their last the last thing that they need to do like for to, the cli- like for the climax of the movie. It's like the the last thing that they have to do to get back to how things were. Like they would they would gather up like all the resources and knowledge gather up people and then they'd activate the stone the stone would take them back to that fight let's say let's say that let's say the stone is going to be during the climax so let's say everybody gets on titan and then they they all fight thanos together on titan so instead of the original fight where thanos is only facing a couple people like tony peter Guardians. They face the, the entirety uh, of the Avengers the entire, plus extra help. Yeah, that's that's what I think from this theory. What about you? Hmm. In that case, if the theory was true, they'd probably spend the rest of the movie basically trying to get everyone back and then preparing for the final combat against Thanos, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, in this case, what would Thanos himself being do be doing the rest of the movie? I feel like he'll be attempting like probably stop them, maybe. But he wouldn't know anything about it. Never mind. I feel like doing this podcast is making me even more confused than really? before doing it. Yeah. I mean, going over a bunch of theories that all have some sort of like uh, 
a little bit of plausibility can make you feel like that. I feel like all the theories, there hasn't been any theory, single theory that is a hundred percent like for sure gonna happen, you know? Yeah. Like we we can argue the 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 you know the sketchy side of each theory and why it might not be true. But I mean we can argue for some things if we talk about like uh like you said, like the sets. We know they are doing like some callbacks to older movies. Yeah. They don't know exactly what will they be. I mean the most common thing will be of course time travel. Yeah. Do you have any other do you have any other last theories? Because I'm I'm out. Yeah. There's this one weird theory that um instead of being the soul stone, everyone who has snapped actually went to a parallel universe. I've heard I've heard this and I've heard people think that they might be in the quantum realm. Yeah. I think that has to do with it. Though I'm not sure exactly like uh, the full details of the quantum realm because I didn't watch Ant-Man. Yeah. Or the dark dimension. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Though if they were in the dark dimension, wouldn't they be pretty much easy prey for Dorm- Dormammu then? Yeah, and then they'd also... I guess uh, I guess Doctor Strange would be... Mm. But would Dor- I don't think Dormammu is just going to go around... It's too... It's like the, 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 the fix for that would be too easy because they'd have Doctor Strange with them and he can just uses like sling ring the yeah. ring and then he just teleport everyone out of the dark dimension oh yeah whereas that's the soul stone the soul stone is is a dimension that's like encapsulated within the stone so i'm not sh- like i'm not sure it'd be possible for dr change to teleport everyone outside of the stone because you know the stone is like one of the most powerful weapons in the universe yeah all right i think i'm just gonna end off with one question and it's what do you think we're going to see in the the, the post credit scenes? post credit scenes? Yeah. That's what we'll end off with. No, I'm definitely, I'm pretty sure there is going to be some sort of, like, um, maybe the, some sort of celebration scene or something. Either that or some sort of an introduction to um, the next step of the franchise. So you're saying, like, in Avengers 1, when they go out to eat shawarma? Yeah, I feel like maybe something that would happen is kind of like a breather. And then after that, they could show something a bit more, I guess, like hyping up for the next part of the Marvel franchise. I think like they'll resolve everything by the end. They'll maybe have lost a couple people. And then for the the people that they lost, they'll have like a funeral or whatever. And then that'll be like then done. End credits scene. And then I'm, I'm going for the Fantastic Four theory. They're, they're going to reboot the Fantastic Four franchise. Because didn't they just recently get the rights to it? Uh, did they? I, I don't know. I think I heard I d- something about that. Let me check. I think if, if Fantastic Four is owned by Fox, then definitely like Disney owns Fantastic Four. Also something that you wouldn't know, but from uh, Spider-Man, you, yeah. know, you know the building that Tony had in Avengers 1? The Stark Tower? Yep. So in Spider-Man, Tony actually sells Stark Tower to someone. So this theory is saying that uh, Reed Richards from the Fantastic Four they 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 bought the Stark Tower building and then they're gonna it's gonna be the Baxter building. So Fantastic Four headquarters. That could be something pretty interesting if it does happen. So I think you know after a funeral or whatever in celebration, they're they're all gonna split off and go on their own ways. 
um, end credits, and then we'll see the Fantastic Four, and then, or they could it, the it could be like in the the very very last end credit scene, right, to tease the future of the Marvel franchise. That makes sense. I can't think of any other new characters they could introduce that are probably as popular as the Fantastic Four are. Yeah, like can we can we think of any other groups that would be worthy of being the next you know f- uh, group to in- be introduced to the franchise? I mean, there's the X Men, but that's probably a long way off still. Because yeah, uh, they're they're still like very successful with their own um, franchise. Like uh, the Phoenix movie with uh, Jean Grey is coming out. Yeah, Deadpool's okay. Mm-hmm. Overall, the X Men are okay. So yeah. Fantastic Four sounds good to me. That does. All right. I think that's the end of our episode today. Uh, thanks to my guest, housemate Sami, for coming for, on. And thanks for having me here again, Adam. Yeah. All right. I'll check you guys later.